Hello and welcome along. It's the podcast with daily Olympic and Paralympic chats. Mark Shardlow here. Thank you so much for joining me today. And with so much talk about penalty shootouts at the Euros in football, I've been thinking back to Rio in 2016 and the shootout which saw GB's women win gold for the first time in hockey. In a couple of weeks' time, I'll be talking to Maddie Hinch, who was the goalkeeper that day and who famously had her notebook by her side during the shootout. But today I want to congratulate someone who's shared her journey through the six months of this podcast. She's been on several times. You can listen back and hear her story. It is Team GB's Shona McCallan, and we finally met face-to-face this year at Kitting Out in Birmingham. Okay, ah, great to see you in person. Finally. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell us about the experience you've had here today then. Well, early start, I had to be in Birmingham at 9am on a Sunday morning, which meant a uh, 6.50 alarm, but obviously very well, yeah, a great great thing to set your alarm for for 6.50. Um, it's, been, it's been great, we've uh, kind of gone through three different stages um, during the kitting out process, we've gone through the Ben Sherman um, opening closing ceremony, um, the Simon Jersey formal wear, so the suits, and then possibly the funnest bit for us athletes is the Adidas active training, casual bits and bobs. Um, so yeah, I've been here just over an hour, basically trying clothes on for an hour. Um, and all the kit, yeah, looks great. It's getting me really excited for the Olympics. And um, yeah, can't wait to get out there now. It always strikes me as an enjoyable day that you've got a personal shopper effectively <laughs> and a great team bonding too. Is that right? Yeah, we do have a personal shopper, um, which yeah, is diff- different. Um, but yeah, it's a shame with COVID we can't be here all as a team. We're split up into three groups. But um, yeah, it's good to be here with the girls and um, experience it all together because it is a real special part of the the Olympic journey is the kitting out day. And the bit that everyone seems to love is the, the Adidas camera. I've seen everyone posting that. A lot of giggles uh, I heard from this end over there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'll always get giggles with the hockey girls. Um but yeah, it's a, it's a really neat piece of kit and something that we've not seen before. Um, and within 10 seconds, you've got a really professional looking video of yourself, um, which is quite incredible. Uh, so yeah, I think a lot of them will be going on social media and um, people can have a look at what, what all the giggles are about. Well, you've been good enough to share the um, concerns, the worries, the tribulations over the last five months. It's remarkable to think we're here now, aren't we? It's, it almost feels normal coming to a kitting out with the games four weeks or so away. It does. It does feel um, like we're getting back to normal and it feels very real now. Like, I, like I've mentioned in the past, I've not let myself get too excited too early. Um, just because you just never know what's going to happen with COVID around the corner and throwing curveballs left, right and centre. But um, with you know about three, four weeks to go till we leave, it's really sinking in, um, getting your kit, selection being announced final bits of training like dotting the i's crossing the t's so um yeah it's going to be a good good three weeks leading up to before we leave actually it's remiss of me not to say congratulations <laughs> i probably took it for granted really but a second games how does that feel for you a second games yeah um feels a bit weird to say that um to get to one would be amazing to get to two is incredible um there was times during the last five years where i definitely didn't think i was going to make it um various reasons mainly injuries um but yeah really proud to be sat here with my team gb kit on um officially selected and yeah looking forward to being part of a a record-breaking games and hopefully one that brings the nation a bit of joy and togetherness again after what's been a 
yeah, torrid 18 months with COVID. What differences do you notice from five years ago when you were at this stage about to head out to Rio? Um, well, in terms of kitting out, I kind of knew what to expect a little bit more. Um, I remember being very much like a child in a sweet shop last kitting out and it just being yeah so much fun and of course it's so much fun but I kind of knew the process um obviously I'm five years older which means five years more experience um I'm no longer the you know one of the younger people in the squad I'm certainly one of the older ones which brings um you know its own responsibilities and challenges and and making sure that I'm being one of the leaders out there with one of the with the experience that I have certainly as one of the people that went to Rio um and yeah just just being there for everybody and, and making sure everyone's okay and hopefully that will bring out the best in people and we can go out and really enjoy the Olympics. Do you enjoy that leadership role? It doesn't come naturally to me. Uh, naturally, I'm, I'm fairly shy, um, but it's something that I've definitely developed over the last couple of years and uh, consciously developed. Um, and yeah, that's through the, through the work that we do as a squad, you know, learning about your personality types, what you kind of, naturally like what you might start to explore a little bit more what the team needs um and yeah you know if you're going to be a, a two-time olympian or going being a player that's at the second olympics you need to stand up and take a bit of responsibility and yeah it's certainly something that i've tried to do that surprises me you say you're naturally shy you don't come across like that at all has that been an issue in the past um i think growing up uh a little bit um Definitely didn't want to step outside my comfort zone. Uh, definitely hid behind my sister growing up. Uh, definitely hid a little bit socially. Um, in hockey, definitely focused on the negatives, what I was doing rather than the positives. Um, but yeah, over over the last kind of, I don't know, six, seven, eight years, I've definitely kind of come out my shell a bit more. And, and both from the, for a personal level and also for a hockey perspective, you know, the position I play, it needs you need to be vocal and you need to be communicating and talking. Um, so in that sense, I was kind of forced to in a hockey way. Um, and yeah, just growing up and being more mature and confident comes, yeah, things just start to come together a bit more. Yeah, you're right. And that's an age thing, is it? Do yeah. you think rather than you haven't been seeing sports psychs to go there, it's just maturing? Yeah, I think it's just maturing and being okay with who you are, um, experience, um, people that you have around you as well. You know, there's there's lots of girls in the, in the squad that bring out the best in me. Um, so, yeah, it's just been a, a journey like it is for everybody, I guess, growing up. I think there's, there's one definite difference between Rio and this one. In Rio, you were going without any expectation. Uh, this time, having won gold five years ago, um, and people perhaps only tune into hockey at the Olympics, might be expecting something similar. I mean, it was an extraordinary performance five years ago. How do you tackle that weight of anticipation or expectation? Yeah, you're right. Um, people will... You have the Olympic fans, which don't follow hockey um, throughout, and we'll just see Olympic bronze 2012, Olympic gold 2016. Oh, they're going to get a, a medal this time around. And unfortunately, sport's not like that. It's not a linear journey. And, um, you know, we've had our ups and downs over the, the last five years, um, whether it be through, through form, through uh, coaches moving around, uh, players retiring, um, results not quite going our way. So for us, we're very much a new team we're not 
really anything to do with the 2016 team. Um, and yeah, for us, we just need to focus on that rather than letting what other people think get into our heads. Um, we're going out there to, yes, essentially defend our title because we have to as, as reigning champions. Um, but for us, it's it's not it's bigger than that it's it's more about how we go about things and um the process that we follow as a team um and then hopefully at the end of the games we can look back and be proud of what we've done and how we've done it and if that ends up in a medal then absolutely fantastic and if that doesn't then you know still going part being part of the olympic games is an amazing experience and is that something you've spoken about as a squad? Um, yes and no. Um, bits, bits of it, yes. Uh, and I'm sure we'll have kind of follow-up conversations now. We're been, the team's been selected. You know, the 20 athletes that are going will probably sit down as a group and, and think about the processes and what we want to do and how we want to go about doing things. Um, and then everyone buy into that and then we stick to it and we go to Tokyo and we deliver. Goodness, and it's so soon, isn't it? When do you fly out? Um, I believe we're due to fly out on the 11th of July, uh, which is in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Things could change, I guess, as always, but that's the plan at the moment. Right, and um, will you be based at the uh, holding camp? Yes, so we are due to go out to the holding camp and use the uh, university facilities there for... I'm not sure how many days, uh, maybe a week or so, get used to everything. And then I think we're allowed in the village five days before we actually compete, which we're really uh, lucky to have because so many countries don't have the access to a holding camp now due to COVID. But Team GB have done an amazing job at securing it. And I think we're one of the only nations that have this holding camp available to us. Wow. And th that's all about, really, I suppose, that final prep, getting used to the conditions, the heat. I mean, you've been there before. And as a squad, you talked about it, I think, on the last podcast you're used to tournament hockey so you're used to going in there and knowing like within days you've got a whole series of matches yeah exactly and it's going to be a long tournament it's uh, hopefully if we get to the latter stages of the the, the tournament it's it's eight games um, and that's what we've been building up for in training um, over the last couple of years making sure that when we're hitting the sixth seventh and eighth game we're still ready and raring to go and not not struggling because um, those are the most important ones well shona thanks for supporting uh, this podcast over the last six months um i don't know if we'll get a chance to talk before you uh hit a ball in anger mm -hmm. uh but if not can i wish you and the squad all the best and um really en enjoy time out there it's been an amazing uh, five years and this is the culmination of it so enjoy it thank you ever so much mark thank you that's Shona McCallum from Team GB Women's Hockey Squad and I'll be talking to her colleague Maddie Hinch in a couple of weeks' time. Tomorrow we're going underwater for artistic swimming and Britain's Olympic pair heading for Tokyo this summer. Thanks very much for listening again today. Really appreciate it. Thanks for the comments and the notes and I'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.